0: Hey guys, singles only podcast here. My name is Paul Farvar, your host. This is the 200th episode of singles only podcast. I don't really know what to say. I'm, I'm excited. I can't believe uh, we've done 200 episodes. Uh, it's amazing. It's, I really appreciate everyone listening and uh, sticking around this and all the new people. Thank you for listening. Hope you like the podcast. Um, I, I really want you guys to uh, tell us what you think of the episodes, especially the recent ones. Now we're in quarantine, uh, making a lot of adjustments, obviously, because we it's really hard to have three people in a room physically right now. Um, just email me. It's just uh, pfarvar at gmail.com or d- direct message me on Instagram uh, or Facebook. Um uh, my website, Paul F comedy has all my, my information. If you want to support comedians and comedy right now, since we're all kind of out of work, you can buy a better call Paul shirt. Uh, I'm giving all the proceeds to comedians and the comedy club staff here in Chicago. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Cause I bought a shit ton of shirts, better call Paul shirts for the road. Cause I was booked up pretty much, Solidly for March, April, and May, and all those shows are pretty much gone right now. I don't know when the next live shows are, but please check paulfcomedy.com; they'll be on there. I am starting to do some more Zoom shows, and those are fun. Uh, if you are interested in having a Zoom show uh, for you and your friends, uh, message me as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that. Please, please uh, continue to, to support this podcast and our uh, and our um, sponsors. This one was a fun episode. Jeannie Dugan was back and uh we we touched base on some of the highlights of our of our our journey together she was on about 40 42 episodes of singles only with me and she kind of t- shits on me as always and then um we got some other surprises coming up for the next episode as well so these are kind of like a look back episodes but they're live this one was recorded uh recently uh within the last week so you guys will love it uh please please continue to listen and uh subscribe review us if you haven't recently or or wherever it really really helps if you review us on itunes or wherever you're listening and uh thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart I, i this is amazing that i've done these episodes and uh we still have so many listeners my god um we're on the laugh factory channel and uh, my own channel on SoundCloud and iTunes and uh, all the other places that have us, iHeartRadio. It's been really cool, uh, and uh, I can't believe that I am doing the. it. Pod- I hated podcasts when this started. I was doing it originally to promote my show, which was called Singles Only at Laugh Factory here in Chicago, which is now called Drink to Laugh, and then it, it turned into something so cool, and uh, I've learned so much from these podcasts and from our guests and i've had so much fun and i I don't know what the future holds for the podcast i'm going to be honest with you uh originally i was going to do 200 and call it quits pull a jerry seinfeld at our peak (laughs) so to speak i can't believe i just complained myself to jerry seinfeld but anyway i've talked for a shit too long uh here's the episode and uh thank you so much please 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 continue to support our sponsors Listen, I told you I had a special treat for listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Paramparastran. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything, but he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with. And through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastran, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week, we're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got pff, 22 to give away, it sounds like. So, PerfectPain.com if you want to buy the book, available on Amazon and available in audiobook too. But if you are a listener of this podcast, all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say, hey, I reviewed it. Or if there's a way to contact you, I'll figure it out. Um, And you're going to get a book sent to you. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to get a free book. Once a week, I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain. Param Parastron. It's a great book. I want everyone to read it. I want to make this a bestseller and get the the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too, because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, Param Parastron. You know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend, Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job um, and need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, my friend, Scott Shapiro, has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, If you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom, Just, just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, He is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800. Or check out his website. ScottShapiroLegal.com. It's time for another edition of Singles Only. We are going into the new generation of Zoom. I think we're recording. We won't know until uh, until this is all over. So hopefully it's recording a uh, special episode uh, in honor of 200 episodes. We have uh, a dear friend of mine I'm going to introduce in a second. But if you haven't already, subscribed do all that stuff I always tell you to do, and uh, check out our, um, our sponsors, as always. They've been with us this whole time, and uh, without further ado, please welcome Jeannie Dugan.
1: Hey, Jeannie!
2: Hey, Paul. Look at us millennials! Did you like, Wow! Her? Look okay, you wearing a t-shirt for your first video recording. Do <laughs> You don't even have pants on right now. That is for sure if you're wearing a t-shirt. Uh, Do you know that commercial where they're on the first date? And he's like, you look great. And she's like, you look comfortable. That's you right now. This is
0: a new shirt, and, it's, and I always wear t-shirts. I always have a jacket on, so I have to be consistent. Oh, okay. It's the brand, Jeannie. It's yeah, the, brand.
2: That's the brand. It's a Fruit of the Looms brand, Paul.
0: That's what that is. That's No, this is high-end stuff. See, it's a uh, 7-Eleven shirt. <laughs> but it's like well, high-end. I,
2: if this was 10 years ago, I would say your people would appreciate that. But I won't even go there right oh, now.
0: Oh, that is you've been canceled within a minute of this thing starting.
2: Okay. All right. I just saw a live comedy show where a very well-known comedian pulled out his ballsack on the screen and juggled it around. So if anybody gives me shit about that, you can go fuck yourself.
0: So um, we are in this new world. Speaking of fucking ourselves, uh, and
1: uh,
0: yeah, and uh, this I wrote on uh, on uh, Instagram that there's going to be so many. Uh, divorces on the other side of this. I wish I practiced divorce law. And yeah. you are quarantined with a family of seventeen kids, six animals, and your husband. And yet you look great. How's Thanks, this working uh, out?
2: I got dressed up. I didn't wear uh, a free T-shirt that I got from a cannon at a street festival. Um, yeah, no, it's it's not easy. Uh, thankfully. My husband works nights, so he sleeps a lot of times during the day. So I don't really see him. So it works out for everybody.
0: There are um, some-
2: He's still working. He's an essential worker. Unlike
0: yeah. you. <laughs> we um, are not. Well, you are technically. Isolated. I
2: know. Yeah. No, uh, it is. It's hard. It's hard for everybody. I think, yeah. I mean, the last thing you want to do is be stuck at home with your family. Um, for the most part, but it's okay. It's all right. I can't complain. I mean, I can't, I will later, but
0: you do, sometimes it's actually funny. For those of you who don't follow Jeannie on Instagram, I highly recommend you find the uh, stories of uh, when she was messing with her husband who was trying to sleep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they're still, they're still married. Her their third marriage is working on great. So
2: it's second and we're going on four years. Wow. But I do keep putting on, this podcast to deal with you in case I do ever find myself single again. I want to base a people yeah. that
0: me. Well, I two things on that. Number one, uh, on the flip side, I am quarantining alone and uh yeah. been happy. I've married friends calling me. Like, how is it like tell us? Like, it's like I'm telling him a story like about how I get to watch whatever I want and like I don't have to watch kids' shows. And I talked to my brother who has kids and he's he's struggling, but he's also an essential worker. But To your second point, four years ago, this all started four years ago, I suppose, because you were on episode nine, right before you got married. That's right. That's That's, right. You act like you you didn't know that. I did the research.
2: I knew that because I remembered very clearly because I was getting ready to break hearts all over the world by getting married again. Yeah. And uh, I came on even though I wasn't technically single. And the funny thing is I tried talking to my husband and uh, I said, you should come on and let us interview you because he was a bachelor until he was 45 years old. Yeah. And I still, I he's go, you cool. should come on and talk about that because Paul is now like 52 and he's still a bachelor. Maybe you can. So right. he was living a life very much like you, except, um, he wasn't really a scumbag with the women
0: you know you didn't date much and you say that i was a scumbag and on episode 117 you we had a person that dated me on and you were like all excited to get all this dirt on me Mm -hmm. and uh jen bowser was like nope he's still cool and all this i paid her back
2: We've also been through this, that like, you're like a serial killer who collects things after the crime to like, and you, you do, you collect these women in these relationships. And I, I can't believe some of these women that date you because they're all wonderful people. And but you like collect them and you keep them as friends. To come to your comedy shows.
0: I don't have them come to my comedy shows. That's the one thing that I definitely am against. Well, oh, you mean after we're dating? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so.
2: after.
0: That's how not, you Yeah, not
2: after dating. None of them want to see your comedy. I mean, <laughs> that's a good way to break up with them. Have them see.
0: Come you know, on stage and talk to them. Like, yeah, I just broke up with a girl. I'm like, that's how you find out about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually just meant have them see your comedy and then they'll never want to talk to you again.
0: Let's say, like, okay. you uh, the girl's name was like Becky. I'd be like, Yeah, I just broke up with my girlfriend. Her name is Becky, and then she's <laughs> you see a girl like run us out, out of the show, like, I didn't want to learn like this. But, but that actually brings us to a point that I wanted to make. Do you remember the episode? This kind of like turning into a flash, flashback, yeah. where we had someone break up with their uh person they were dating on. Yeah.
2: Our- yeah. Whatever. Do you ever know how that actually turned out?
0: That was just Niche on episode 110, and uh, yeah, I don't know what happened with it, but I think she's dating him again because I saw pictures with him.
2: Oh, okay. But they. Well, you got to ju- be careful with what you're assuming. Because we'll I'll
0: find out. Call in. We have her here right now. What have I just brought her? <laughs>
2: Surprise. <I'm not>
0: <laughs> no, it's uh-huh. not like that. But no. Wait, wait.
2: Can I also just? Can I just for one minute that. The fact that your imaginary girlfriend has to have the whitest name possible, can you not even give your mother the, like, just satisfaction of having, like, a a girlfriend with just some type of Persian name? Like, could you not even give your mother the satisfaction of having an imaginary girlfriend with a Persian name? Please.
0: My parents would-
2: the Sarah and the Becky.
0: Just- So Becky was the name that I would go to at all times. And I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but number one, all my guitars are named Becky, Becky one through nine. And the bass is called Basie. But, um, the, uh, I used to yell the name Becky, um, at bars. And if someone turned around, like that's, that was like my pickup line in the the late nineties, early aughts. And, uh, I actually met a girl that way too, because it event- like one out of hundred and twenty times. But
2: yeah, and that's that was- like that's a better like if you name like Deborah, if you just call out Deborah, you don't know what you're gonna get. Becky, yeah, yeah. but that's still fair. for and- your Persian mother, could you at least?
0: Could you at least? She doesn't update. Care. They don't care. We're not like that. And my band's name. Uh, one of my fourteen bands was named Becky Likes Tigers. So. That was one of our bands that I named as well, because it's a great name. But okay. I digress.
2: We're ahead of the Tiger King curve.
0: Yes, and, okay. our, and our Facebook page is still up, and the picture is a woman petting a tiger. So maybe I need to go back and see if it's one of those people. But is I don't it think the same they're...
2: tiger. Is it the same tiger that you have tattooed on your lower back?
0: Two To tiger paws? No, that uh, that would be incorrect.
2: Okay. There's Wait a whole a tiger motif going on in your life that needs to be explored further. With a like psychiatrist perhaps or something. I don't know. I,
0: I haven't even seen that show, but but I suppose I need to do that. I don't have an No, you
2: don't, know, not really. No? Okay. No. I mean
0: thumbs down to Jeannie gave it thumbs down?
2: No, I mean it's absolutely a thumbs up, but it's not gonna enhance your life in any way,
0: <laughs> shape or form. What really is enhancing our lives at this point in our yeah, life? I feel like we're, we're, we're going back in, in, in growth. Yeah. So, right. Jeannie, a couple questions for you. Let me see if you know. How many episodes? We've had 200 episodes. Okay. How many episodes do you think you were in? Take a guess.
2: Um, well, based on the number of followers I've gotten from doing this podcast, I would say zero. Uh, wow. Maybe, I don't know, 20,
0: 20. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes. Is that including uh, you being on the episode or you as voice of reason?
2: Um, I would say 20 with me as a voice of reason.
0: Okay. And, and then you're also side, side broad. for side. Oh, broad yeah.
2: I um, didn't realize these were two separate things, but okay. Well,
0: I'm just saying, uh, I just want to clarify.
2: I thought it was about 20 times. I mean... It seemed like a lot more, but I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm not- the final answer is you were on forty two as as the voice of reason in one as as just you.
2: Forty two? Forty two times I drove my ass across the city. <laughs> and one time I think you bought me a burrito.
0: I did. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, all the money no, it- making of this podcast.
2: Right? It's been it's been fun. I've met some of the best people doing this. Some of my favorite people that I've later followed or gotten to know a little bit from this. So
0: you've, it's, gotten, it's a- you've gotten personal services from some of the guests too. Well a-
2: you make it sound you make it sound lewd.
0: <laughs> you've gotten personal services. I did not. Um,
2: well, yes, I've had some people do some very nice things for me excellent. from this. And help me out. Yeah.
0: You're welcome. Shout
2: wow. out to Sonny valerie two very wonderful women
0: yeah oh valerie Genghis. yeah she's coming back on um what were what were some of your favorite moments on on the episodes that you remember if you haven't um
2: so one of the ones that stands out to me the most and i don't want to like call people out because again this is i think maybe a former mm, somebody you dated or went on a date with but i remember that um this lovely woman and she is lovely had the the one thing that was the deal breaker for her was that she would not date a man with cloth car seats. Cloth car right. seats. And I remember, yeah, I remember being blown away by that and thinking, like, I, I've set my bar so low in life because...
0: Like, does he have...
2: Like, yeah, does he have a running car? Like, is he borrowing his mom's car? Does he have has cloth seats?
0: Does he have I, molars? <laughs> one of yeah. his molars? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And And so I remember always that one really At, made Gabriel, me think about...
0: Gionosa, episode 108.
2: Yeah. There you go.
0: Memorize this shit.
2: And I think it was interesting because it really made me start thinking about my friends that are still single, about like, why are they still single? Because they're all catches. They're friends with me. So they're obviously amazing. But some of them are, you know, in their 40s and... And I wonder, like, are they single because of the, the standards they've set? Or are they, you know, really just having a hard time connecting with people? Because they're people that want relationships, just not with men with cloth car seats, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So that is definitely one that stood out to me.
0: That, for that, sure. She, I love that one because she didn't give a shit that, that was that's who she was. And yeah. after that, I kind of, like, respected her more for not, you know, putting it, you know, just dealing with stuff and to her. Right. It was like guys, women who are like, look at the shoes, men's mm-hmm. shoes. Like it's, right. oh, she has this thing. And, I, and then we had a lot of comments on that one too. Cause people were like, Holy shit. But in her defense, like, she's right. Like that yeah. does tell you a lot. I mean, I went back and changed all my car seats.
2: And that, <laughs> so. I took the car seats out of the back of mine, the kids. I was like, you guys are on your own. <laughs> um,
1: That was a fun one.
2: I liked it too. She also, if anybody like knows her, she is uh, somebody who really takes care of herself. Yeah. And, um, she she deserves to know what she wants and what her value is. And I and at first my first instinct to think was that was like shallow. But it like when you think about what it represents and then getting to know her a little bit, she is a quality human being. Absolutely, um, And it wasn't shallow. It wasn't. The, yeah, like I would. I've never been somebody that looked at the type of shoes a guy had on unless they were like socks and sandals. And like. You know, but it wasn't the money or the shoes. It was, you know, like what was going to be compatible to me. And if for her, it's the status of the car seats, it says something about just what she's looking for. And I think a lot of people have that and they never really take the time to figure out what the nuts and bolts are, you know?
0: Well, also when you're on these dating apps, which you haven't been on in a while, there's guys who take these selfies in their car and women do it also. And the women will sometimes like, hide the fact that they have a like a child seat it's like why would you hide that like he's never gonna find out you have a kid and for me that that was the equivalent of a man being like hey i have a i have a seat, you know chevy truck and she's like that's not you're not gonna mesh with this woman
2: right that's yeah that's true um yeah, I guess I mean it's just something that I had never really thought about because I had I always spend more time in caring about just how I felt about a person and connected with them that I didn't really care about the car and the shit. But that to me was the first one that really I thought about like single people yeah. I was like. Holy shit. And, and they set the bar too low.
0: Yeah, and and to clarify, like after uh, we did go on one date, but like she was just like we both became friends out of that. I was like, I was like, I Like, I know the maintenance that she required, which isn't high, is like way more than I could ever provide a human being. But we're we're tight friends, and she has a quality guy in her life right now. So,
2: that's very good.
0: Hundred percent. Thanks to the podcast.
2: He has a nice car too.
0: I (laughs) Uh, I believe he has multiple cars. Yes, and they all are leather seats now that he put in after he heard her on the podcast. Because we, we create dreams here. We have people That's who have... not really dreams. true,
1: is it? No. no it's fine.
0: People have met people through the podcast. The, the, yeah. A lot of people slide into DMs after the guests are on our show, sadly. Um, I was
2: really hoping I never had you or had to hear you say that phrase, but
0: okay. I yeah. So I use it. Us millennials use it all the time. Um, got it. Um, but I, and before I ask, tell you my favorite. one of my favorite moments that you were there... Do you remember that you, at one point, were going to set me up with somebody? And then, like, after, like, maybe 10 of these episodes, you're like, absolutely not.
2: Absolutely not. And this is a wonderful, very funny, beautiful woman who could care less less what type of car seats you have. But 100% absolutely, it never would (laughs) have worked. And, and I wanted to keep her as a friend, so I couldn't chance that
0: And all. to be fair, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but we met, I know through comedy, but I actually dated a relative yeah. of yours, and that's how we technically became friends.
2: Yeah, I think, I think so. And uh, that still blows my mind that I have any DNA <laughs> related to, any, to me that actually found you attractive in any way. But, I yes. uh,
0: I, I love that, like, person. I was, like, in fact, she was so gorgeous and so cool. And oh, I do remember...
2: Today we're working with Paul.
0: Yeah, you guys don't look alike. But, um... Uh, <laughs> I was... No, like, to
2: to do that. She not- looks like a Harvey. Yeah, yeah. and she's she,
0: I thought about that recently because I've been doing these, you know, my music company, Shushan Boy Productions, is our supposed to be our 20-year anniversary this year. And she was at one of those parties with me about... I want to say like 10 years ago and there's a picture of her and I, and I'm just like, Holy shit. Like, how did I screw this up? Like, and not, not just beauty wise, but she was a great quality person. And then, um, I just remember that I was so focused on, uh, my music company that I was like, I just never had time for a relationship. And, uh, she, uh, the guy that she ended up marrying after me is like a model. So I feel better. Like he's, (laughs) A really good, like, and they
2: like surf and like mountain climb and shit yeah. together. Like, yeah, shout out to them. They're both the nicest, funnest people.
1: Yeah, I've never met um, him, but
2: yeah. And but it's interesting to hear you look back on this and be like, wow, how did I screw that up? And you're doing the exact same yeah. thing now with comedy, probably with quality oh. women that you do not deserve to even have talking to you. 100%. And you're probably. Oh. At the very moment, you're probably screwing it up.
0: Well, it's so. funny because, like, you know, you, you think about all the things that are motivated by trying to meet women. You know, I started yeah. playing guitar probably to start meeting women, and I started a music company and getting bands to meet women. And I don't know about comedy so much, but maybe. And it's like, then you meet the women, and then you're so focused on your career, and you're like, wait, why am I even doing this anymore? And then you see a picture of your ex with a model surfing, and you're like, "That could have been me." I don't like surfing, but I could learn. You know, it's like you. But but
2: wait, what age were you when you started playing guitar to get girls?
0: I was uh, nineteen. I started. Oh, okay, a little bit later. Yeah, a lot later. I was. uh,
2: do you think you started comedy, too, for that or segued into it? Because you you met a lot of women doing comedy, haven't you?
0: Uh, I think when I did improv, I did. Uh, I think that was a part of the motivation for staying in it because I met a lot of quality women in the classes. And then, like, I made friends and I had relationships that way. But when I started stand-up, I think it was, like, a different rush. Like, I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, better than sex. Kind of sounds cliche, but I mean, now that I don't have it, it's like, yeah, it's kind of crazy.
2: Well, that's interesting because I like, this is just a little bit off topic. I've always have been in comedy for um, just the pure love of comedy. I've never wanted to be on television. I, you you know, I don't even have enough ambition except to do comedy. That's just all I ever love. So I can't imagine. And I know there's a ton of men comics, especially that are doing it to get women or yeah. that that's, is like motivating to them. So that's super interesting to me. And I also have to say, I have to remember that we're on camera right now because when you said, when you did improv, I went, oh, record it. So not only am I saying like terrible things about Seven yeah. Eleven that's going to get me canceled, and they're just oh, I'm
0: keeping track. The racist comment, and now you've you know, and improv. you know
2: I don't mean it because I'm just it's obviously the hack thing to go to, and it's like <laughs> stupid. But now I'm also like like going like that's when you say improv, and yeah. we're being recorded,
0: so yeah, you're you're canceled again. Um <sighs> Jesus. no, I, I I agree with you. I, I really. I kind of like study the crap, and you know I've talked about it. It's like yeah. I get obsessed with stuff, and like meeting, working with older comics who like got to work with like these legends. I like, I love to just. Sit. There are certain comics I work with that um, are older and are uh, have been in the industry for years, and I just love hearing their stories about yeah. stuff from the '90s and the the comedy boom or whatever as they call mm-hmm. it. And it's just like.
2: Yeah, when they were making the same amount of money at clubs that we're making now, still. Right. Later. Yeah. No, it is. It's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I can honestly say, like, that's not a priority to me. It's to meeting women that way, especially because now it's like, if I do meet someone, like, I want to come to a show, I'm like, eh, no. Like, wait till word.
2: Well, I, I also know that you've been in relationships with women that you like and you enjoy spending time with, but you don't spend time with them because you would never not do a comedy show in order to do that.
0: So I've lost relationships because I've canceled plans to do a show or like an open mic early on, you know, it's crazy. Yeah.
2: Well, and which is why you look back on relationships like with my cousin that you say, how did I screw that up? And you're still probably doing it now. And I, I don't know. I think that's, I don't. I don't know if that's a smart thing to do, but
0: <laughs> oh, you know, so she's still happily married. I'm sure
2: you're great company for yourself.
0: Yeah, she's still married to that guy.
2: Yeah, happily. I'm pretty okay. sure they're skiing and surfing as we speak.
0: <laughs> I don't think I follow her on Instagram anymore. I think I get yeah. I think she's... probably has, painful like, for you. <laughs> or she's is she she's still posting.
2: Um. Yeah. Uh, maybe I've, I've I'm just... skiing and hiking.
0: Maybe she blocked um,
2: me. And her adorable cat. Uh, maybe the yeah, DMs, she's like,
0: maybe sliding the DMs were a little too much. <laughs> like, do
2: not I'm just in.
0: kidding. I've never done anything like that with her. Um, oh. So going back, we were talking about favorite episodes with you on there. I have a bunch where you weren't on there. Um, some of my favorite okay. episodes. I was like, oh, do you remember that one? And then I'll be like, oh, she wasn't there. But these are some of the older ones that I remember. Do you remember when we had Bill Cruz on? He was like episode... 19 that was one of my favorites too Bill and I
2: that one? yeah i do remember that we were still recording yeah uh-huh.
0: at that factory in, in chicago yeah.
2: and uh, he was in he had moved and he came in from town yeah just what
0: to was, do the podcast
2: what was your favorite yeah
0: you flew him in i just thought it was interesting you know because he was i think he was one of our first uh uh, gay gay uh, guest and like he shed light on so many things that you would never think about like I learned, that's when I realized the podcast can be like a learning experience for people because he talked about you know, how different it is being gay in you know, in the 80s and 90s as opposed to now right? And he dates people who never experienced, you know that
2: Nation, that's global. right, yeah So I remember that and it being, and he's also just so funny and open, but yeah, that was such an interesting thing of like that idea of, and and I've heard other people say this too, that it's almost a little bit of that, like you get to the point where you're like, well in my day, you know, like it's a little bit of, uh, you have it so easy now, Um, which I'm not sure that's necessarily true, I guess in a lot of aspects it is. I can't speak to that, I don't know, but it is, yeah. There's a lot of things that I've learned from just the podcast and talking to different people. Like um I never knew that. Um an aquarium could also be called a fish museum uh for Dale McPeak. I had no idea. Uh
0: he was on the episode twice uh on the show twice episode um uh, one fifty eight and one hundred twenty eight. He came back when he was sad. Do you remember that one? Yeah. After and I just
2: remember cracking me up i think he's doing well now too that's another one that i think
0: yeah he's in a happy relationship.
2: is happily um
0: he had a but- quote on the second episode if you remember he's like i don't really like to go on those apps what am i going to do go on there it's like hey do you want to be really sad in six months <laughs> that was <laughs> the best
2: it's pretty much like any relationship it's like that joke about. When I don't even know what comedian's joke this is, but like when you get your kid a dog, it's like, here, love this because it's going to die. Like every relationship you enter into is, do you eventually want to be really sad?
0: Yeah, um, that was a fun one, and this fish aquarium was, uh, yeah, or fish museum,
2: fish museum. <laughs> which I'm sure he was probably saying a ton in cheek, but his delivery so dry. Uh, God bless him for finding someone because yeah.
0: out of his league as well. Very yeah. uh, pretty, and smart woman, uh, friend of ours. Um, another funny moment I want to talk about was uh, when we had Tristan Tripsow on. And he thought that people were going to call in. <laughs> it's like, when do the callers come in?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. There's another one. He could have been completely kidding. And he's so... <laughs> the fact that he is still single, granted, he's a very unique individual. But what a what a quality human being that yes. somebody is missing out on. Because he is so genuine and so funny um why is he still single is he I Talk
0: to him uh probably three three times a week via text we, he uh will yeah. send me something and just we have so many inside jokes as we started comedy together and tristan has like like he I, no i think he was being genuine because he was asking me about igtv or instagram going live yeah He's, he said can they see you and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go live, like, do they see you? I'm like, yes, like, what are you talking about? So he was being serious when the calls were coming in, but uh,
2: wait, does he what do you mean can like if you're on Instagram live, can you see them? Was he asking?
0: Like- he he was, I mean, that's what I thought. I, w- I thought he was originally asking if oh. like, you watch other people, can they see that you're watching? But he was talking about in general. And they
2: see you watching. Yes, it's like those terrible videos that I think they're true. Like there's an office meeting going on Zoom, and some like woman picks up her, woman picks up her laptop and goes into the bathroom. We had that happen on a work meeting. Where the guy turned around and his shorts were like halfway down his ass and i wanted to be like can somebody text him but tristan wanted to know if they could see you oh, on the God.
0: igtv or yeah i I, yeah. I don't know if he was joking because sometimes we'll, t- we'll tell jokes to each other on there to see if they're funny before we tweet them or whatever but um i think he was being serious because then the follow-ups were like but he's such a dry person you don't know but speaking yeah. of another favorite episode that oh, tristan episode if you guys want to hear is episode 28 Another dry and one of my favorite human beings, and also funny, uh, is Ross Kelly. He was episode 17.
1: Yes.
0: And uh, that one was awesome because um, he's so funny in his stand up. And I don't know if he said it on the episode or talking to me afterwards, but he never talks about himself on stage, right? right. So the podcast for him was terrifying talking about dates. And uh, I talked to him last night, and he's re- he was in a serious relation, but he's single again, too. So we might have a follow-up with him if you want to come nice. but, um.
2: Yeah, I love Ross. He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Some of his bits, I would <laughs> look him up, not only yeah. on the podcast, but he has one of my favorite all-time bits. Oh, It'll with the baby? Crack- yeah, I can't, no, we can't even ruin yeah. it. And it, Plus, if I try to tell it, I'll start spitting and laughing. And that's he,
0: not good for uh, For those of you who don't know him, if you if you go to my YouTube page, he's got a bunch. We've done a lot of uh, clips of, of uh, for Drink Day Laugh where he was the actor in there. And then um, he actually has one of my favorite moments on Everyone's a Lawyer where you were there and he's telling he's arguing why he should be the lawyer, and uh, and he's saying that he successfully won why you should have a dog. <laughs> with his parents in 1990 or whatever, and you're in the background just dying laughing in the episode, and I'm trying not to laugh because he's so dry that sometimes yeah. the God didn't know yeah. that it was okay to laugh. But
2: and he's really good at finding like the tiny nuances in life to to make fun of um, that otherwise you wouldn't normally think of. It's like, why are all these great people single? Like, I get why you are, but why is Ross <laughs> consistent You know.
0: Ross was recently single. He was in a relationship. Okay. All right. I just, that just happened. Uh, Tristan. Um, yeah, I, if, I don't know. That's
2: and then it. can we say that then there's also other guests and I will not say this name. You will not say this name, but there's other guests that you're so clearly sure why they're single because they're batshit misogynists. We had a guest on one time that I will be honest. I at one point considered a friend, maybe even have a crush on. Um, that had started to become a Trump supporter and you addressed it on the podcast. And I remember saying like, yeah, people don't get that. You're joking. And he kind of like laughed and shrugged it off. Well, it turns out he's not joking. No. He became a full fledged, uh, Neo Nazi. Oh, I mean, I hate to throw that term around loosely, but some of the shit about just let's new countries, uh blanket statements about full entire races, like this is and and hates women, like has literally put up posts in the last six months basically saying women are worthless. Uh yeah, we get why they're single. You cannot say this name. Let people search
0: for it. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. And that was before Trump was elected. And I, I was like, kind of like, well, you know, he's got some, I think Trump is just saying, I remember before the election, I was like, oh, he's just saying stuff to get. Yeah.
2: You know, this look, is right? like,
0: like now you're like, look, it's all real. <laughs> um, and
2: I think it was maybe like what started getting attention. And then, uh, it was kind of like a failing comedian anyways. And I think then it got him this attention that he just sort of ran with. And then, like brainwashed himself but it's just funny that we went from talking about two people like Tristan and, and Ross that are, are so funny and both quirky in their own ways and um you know that probably want relationships but aren't finding them I don't know what Ross's deal is but I remember Tristan saying that like he wishes he could have found someone mm-hmm. then you have this guest who clearly is single for a whole other reason and it's you know apparent. parent um unlike you who has your own issues um, at least you're not a whatever
0: i don't know what you're gonna finish that sentence with well
2: i didn't want to just say a trump supporter because it's not not just that well the buddies like, think about know, go with that.
0: I think that there's a difference between people who vote for, you know, the lesser of two evils. A lot of people voted for Trump and, you know, I, I, and I get a lot of shit from Trump supporters who listen to the podcast or people. I shouldn't say they're Trump supporters because there's different levels. Right. Yeah, like, right. Um, I'm talking about the people who are like. And I think Clark Jones maybe said it on the podcast or on, he has a comment where he says, He's like, look, if you're, or maybe he didn't say maybe it was another comedian, but they're saying, if you're like a super fan of your president, whoever it is, like, you're a nerd, like, <laughs> who you're go. I mean, like, I, I voted for, I worked for Obama, and, but like, after he won, I wasn't like, ooh, like, I'm going to go to his, you know, like, it was like, okay, he won, big deal, but right. like, people that still go to those things, it's like, it's not like a... I mean, unless they're taking it as a show. We're like, okay, it's like it's like wrestling. They want to yeah. they want to be entertained. But this is politics isn't supposed to be entertainment, you know? But no. But um, okay, so forty-two episodes. Um, another one that I liked, Patty uh uh Patty was on a couple of these, but the one that you were on that was funny was Nate Weatherup. Do you remember his oh, episode? Like- he had two fucking bowling balls in his trunk. For like that's
2: just in case. <laughs> just <laughs> like, in case. Who does so that? Like, just in case, what? You murder somebody and you need a place to store her head. What normal person has two? Bull- and he's very normal. He's very normal. Yes. Probably the most normal guy. But those are the ones you got to watch out for. <laughs> yeah, I would, two bowling balls. Like that is somebody that is. um I don't know. He sure. he needs to just find the right woman for him. That's going to appreciate that.
0: Yeah. The Better Call Saul show. I don't know if you watch it, but there's an episode where he has, he buys two bowling balls and I don't want to ruin the episode, but you watch it. And in my head, I was like, what's he, Was he going on a date? Like, what's he doing? Like, I don't know, but, um, that's, that no, was, it's, they just, they, they roll different. Apparently. Different. Yeah. Like you need a, you need a, For tennis, you need different rackets for different surfaces. No, that's not accurate.
2: So then, is that true or no?
0: No, you always have a second one in case one strings break. But strings break often. A bowling ball does not break.
2: (laughs) It gets a good chip. I'm trying to make an analogy to my own life. Like, well, sometimes I need like two wine glasses, like one without a stem and one with a stem. You know, like like if I'm sitting on the couch, sometimes it's hard to lift it. Up, so yeah, I can get why you like need. Belly? <laughs> like you but, just hold it when you have the wine glass without a stem. You can rest it like right here and just sort of like. That's what I was picturing. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of listeners right now thinking, "Too bad she's not single." I know that. <laughs> Give it another month of this quarantine and check back with me.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. uh I'm really keeping. I kept my license as a lawyer because I'm going to be referring a lot of people to some. Uh, Divorce lawyers and I'm checking in with all my married friends. I'm like, Hey, yeah. just so you know, I still have my law degree and I still have my license. So if you need mm-hmm. to talk when this is over on June 1st, better call Paul. So I, Definitely. and, and I say that to everybody listening as well, that the married people who are miserable right now, which I imagine is everybody. Has no. anything, has anything, uh, changed for you from the episodes, uh, where you well, I definitely know you changed. Where you now realize that I'm an amazing human because you yeah. saw that episode where you thought you thought that um, you actually gave me a compliment on a couple episodes um, for the first time. Where you're like, "Yeah, these women like you must be doing something right because they're all still like you because you don't talk to your exes."
2: Well, I mean, that's not entirely true. Um, but also, was that an episode? Did I have two wine glasses with me when I was giving you the compliment? Yes I don't know.
0: Um, I keep track of all of them in my diary. Uh, yeah. Episode thirty-eight, you gave me a compliment with Bobby Condon as a guest. Episode one hundred, that was the second time you gave me one. Episode oh no, that was one when my dad gave me a compliment. Hold on. Um, no that's it at 117 where we had Jen Bowser on a photographer and oh, yeah. uh, and you were like you were like all ready to find dirt I mean she's like no he's yeah. pretty normal we still talk
2: they also realize they're dealing with a lawyer and they don't want to get like sued for <laughs> slander so
0: well, I make them all sign a non com- uh, non disclosure statement
2: yeah so. I expected as much
0: Learn from the best Donald yes. Donald Trump so absolutely So I guess we're, I guess we're done here. No,
2: I can't, I can't think of anything else. And I can hear my, like, I'm at at home, obviously. Yeah. And I can hear my kids stirring upstairs and at any time they're going to just like streak, especially my youngest son. He will, he'll definitely just wait for the right moment to streak literally naked behind me. Um, So, has yeah. it happened already? No, but it's close. He's a real loose cannon.
0: <laughs> Learns from his mom. Because I remember you used to show up naked to the podcast. I'm like, Jeannie, what are you doing? Yeah, that was before. That was before you yeah. we officially married.
2: Yeah, that's uh, true.
0: And the show. It never happened. It never happened. We mm, <sighs> disagree. Well, Jeannie, this, this has been fun going back. Uh, four-year-old episode,
2: What's right? That? This is the 200th episode?
0: Yes, this is the 200th episode.
2: I feel like we should have some jazz hands going with it.
0: No. And uh, what we're going to do is it's going to be called, um, it's going to be Married for Life because I've, I've changed my ways and I met somebody and yeah. uh, I, uh, I asked her to marry me. And uh, Becky Farvar will be introduced uh, on the next episode.
2: <laughs> I'm sure the other six women that you're seeing right now, that's news to them.
0: They're all named Becky. That's, I only swipe right if the name is Becky. Becky. Susie's actually my favorite name, but I've never dated someone named Susie. But that's all in the list. Okay. Well,
2: there's I mean, still time, Paul. There's, plenty of
0: time. Jeannie is not on the list at all. That's, Good. that's Good. a name that, that stirs bad memories and uh, everything. Okay, well, Jeannie... Thanks so That's much. Try it.
2: Make it look like you're giving me a high five. Well,
0: no, you got to go like this, Jeannie.
2: No, it doesn't have to be on the side. You're on the side of me.
0: No, I, I'm not. You're above me on mine. So you have to go like this.
2: Oh, like, right, so it's not going to work. This is where.
0: I don't. This is not going to work. Go down that way. Go further down. Yeah, keep going down. Boom. Boom. There, we did it.
2: See, you're next to me here. This is not going to work. We got to record the whole thing now again. All right.
0: Oh, I didn't hit record. No, I'm just kidding. All right, thanks, Jeannie. Thanks everyone for listening. Right. To another edition. Uh, please subscribe and and tell your friends about this. And uh, and if uh, and Jeannie's cousin, if you're out there listening, I'm sorry, I screwed up, but I'm back.